Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1478 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. Knock over that one domino, Fire Nation. Start your chain reaction of awesome with thefreedomjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Dave Chesson. Dave, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Dave is the lead behind Kindlepreneur.com, an advanced book marketing website. He's been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, and SEM Rush for his marketing tactics. And prior to being an online entrepreneur, he served the U.S. military as a nuclear engineer, military diplomat, and even an international arms dealer. Dave, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I, I tell you, if you were to meet me in person, uh, you would immediately say there's no way that guy is any of those three <laughs> things that you just listed. Uh, the truth is, is that I'm kind of uh, more of a laid back guy, but I love getting deep into the information. I love the numbers, as the nuclear engineer thing would suggest. And at the same time, I love marketing and negotiation like diplomacy and international arms dealing would suggest as well. Um, so it's been really cool to kind of bring all that together in my online life and creating Kindlepreneur.com. Um, but my main focus, though, isn't being all those things. It's being home with my family, being with my kids. And so that's what I'm most excited about. But thank you so much for having me here. Well, I'm excited because you have quite the story, which you promised actually in our pre-interview chat. So uh, I'm excited. Fire Nation, you should be too. Uh, but before we dive too much into your journey, I want to talk about your area of expertise. I mean, I'm going to assume it has something to do with marketing tactics for books, et cetera. So take us there and tell us two things that we need to know that we probably don't because, hey, you're the expert and we're not. One of the things that I love most about Amazon is that it gives us a lot of great information to be able to make some pivotal decisions as authors and self-publishers. You know, a lot of authors out there will come up with a book idea and they'll say, okay, you know, I think I've got it and they're going to write it. And then they invest all this time, energy and money into creating this thing only to find out that there wasn't a market for it. You know, mm -hmm. there was no people going to Amazon and, and looking for these things. And so for me, I started to create processes to make sure that I could validate a book idea and ensure that a market did exist on Amazon. So one thing I would recommend to anybody out there with an idea is to go ahead, type it into Amazon and look at the books that show up and you can find their Amazon bestseller rank. OK, this is a number that ranges from one to four point seven million, um, with number one being the best selling book, you know, in all of Amazon and four point seven million being the worst. And you can take that number and we have a free calculator on Kindlepreneur where you can just put that number in there and it automatically tells you how many books per day that person is selling. Whoa. So now you can immediately figure out, oh, hey, look at this. There are people going to Amazon typing this in. You know, there are people that are purchasing this. And so now you have a better understanding. And I'll, I'll put in there, too, that even though maybe you'll find that there isn't a market for that book, it doesn't mean you can't write it, but it does tell you you can't rely on Amazon to sell that book for you. You now got to go out there, find that market, grab them by the collar, drag them on <laughs> over, you know, to your <laughs> sales page and plop them right there and get that sale. Mm. So use that Amazon bestseller rank number, use the calculator and then know whether or not there's a market for your book idea. So Dave, that was a great tip for value bomb number one. Break us down tip number two. 
tip number two. One thing that I think is really important, though, for an author is once you start to look at books that are succeeding, really go in depth and see why they are succeeding. Okay, sometimes you'll find that that author is super, you know, famous. They've got an amazing platform and following (laughs) that, you know, those guys can write whatever they want. And because they've proven to their market that they can write amazing stuff and they can produce great content, they're going to succeed in that realm. Okay. Whereas when you start to look at these books and you see that, hey, you know, this person isn't famous, but they're really crushing it. That's a great indication that that is the market for a new author to kind of jump into. You don't want to try to rank, you know, uh, against, you know, big time writers, you know, and find out that, hey, their success isn't because of Amazon. Their success is because of all the stuff they've been doing for a very long time. You are staying cutting edge. I mean, you're doing a lot of things that are keeping your finger on the pulse, but the reality is things change so quickly. So talk to us, talk to Fire Nation about something that you used to believe in. It's recently six months ago, but that you've changed your mind about recently. Oh, absolutely. So a couple of months ago, I was able to have lunch with Jeff Goins of GoinsWriter.com. And the first thing I asked him was, Jeff, you know, if you could go back in time to your younger self, what exactly would you tell yourself? And the first thing he said without, you know, skipping a beat was I would have started building a team sooner. I was like, oh, well, you know, okay, I guess I get that, you know, but, but why? And he was like, because as you start to go, you're going to realize that all these things start pecking away at your time. And you're going to get further and further away from the things you like to do and the things you're really good at doing. And so the key is, is to build a team that doesn't take away you from the business, but a, but a team that allows you to work on the part of the business that's most important. For me, I, you know, I, I immediately took that into heart. I started building a team and now I get to focus on the content, focus on learning more and making sure that I stay on the cutting edge like you talked, instead of trying to do all these tiny little things out there while create the new content and find out that I'm lagging behind in the ever moving market. Peck away at your time. Fire Nation, that's something that I really want to make sure you just remember as a statement here because it is so true. As you start to achieve more success and more clients come in and more business, more opportunities, all these things start pecking away at your time until you are literally pecked to death. And you're like, wait a second, like I thought I was a writer and I haven't written for two weeks now because I'm always in my inbox or doing this or doing that. You have to have people that are taking things off of your plate that aren't what you are great at. If you can't just focus on what you're good at and amplify those strengths and then look at your weaknesses and say, hey, that's not even stuff I should be spending my time on and giving it to somebody else, then you're not really building a business. You're probably building a nightmare. So speaking of nightmares, Dave, and and maybe this is the story you're referring to, maybe it's not, but take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moments to date, just the nightmare of the entrepreneurial moment of moments. And tell us that story. This one's an easy one for me. I uh, woke up one morning, you know, and as I usually do, I reach over and grab my cell phone and Mm -hmm. I look to make sure, find out what happened while I was sleeping. And I got an email from Amazon that says my account has been frozen. I was like, what? You know, like I was, I was bringing in about $7,000 per month in just my books. There was a lot of things going on here. I could not believe it. So I jumped out of bed, ran over to my computer, checked it. And it turns out that somebody was claiming that I had infringed on their copyright. Mm. Now, immediately I was like, there's just no way that that could be true at all. Cause I hadn't, 
But, you know, when you when you face that kind of fear, logic just goes right out the window. And so I started like I started fearing everything, like what's going to happen to me? You know, at the time I was a a diplomat in South Korea and now I've got a lawyer after me. I mean, what is the deal? And, you know, I I lost a lot of weight. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. Um, you know, fear just totally swallowed me up. And finally, my wife, I love her. She, she said in it, she's like, look, if you can't take this kind of challenge, then you're in the wrong business. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, that's, that's not bad, actually. Good point. <laughs> so I finally got out, you know, I put my, uh, t- world's tiniest little violin into the drawer and I said, all right. And I, I found a lawyer and I sent back to them, you know, and, uh, immediately what it, what it ended up being is, is that it was just a tactic. It was just somebody trying to, uh, remove my book, scare me away. And they immediately withdrew everything, but that was expensive, right? Getting a lawyer is expensive, but I will tell you one thing that that was some of the best money I ever spent because from that terrible situation, I learned so much and I gained so much confidence. I mean, being attacked or accused of copyright infringement is like earth shattering. But when it shatters, the most important thing you can do is rebuild your foundation and build it stronger. And that's what I saw happen then. Fire Nation, success comes with these types of situations. I've experienced it with Entrepreneur on Fire. Everybody that I know that's achieved notoriety, success, whether it be financial or whatever, you're going to have these things happen because unfortunately there's just a portion of people in this world that would rather try to tear people down than build themselves up. It's just a reality. It's never going to change. Just live in reality and realize that and say, hey, do I believe in this enough? Am I going to, again, you know, going back to building the team, am I going to have a team? Like right now I have a lawyer on retainer. Why? So when crap like that happens, my lawyers stand by to send them a letter and say, okay, well, let's do this. And you know, guess what? 99 times out of so far, 99, they've gone away. And that's the reality foundation is building the team and just realizing that it's part of building the business. And yes, I wish that we lived in a perfect world. We don't. So that's my takeaway. Just prepare yourself, have that team in place. It's a good theme that we've been developing, Dave. What do you want to make sure the number one takeaway is for our listeners? I would say that when you look at any successful entrepreneur out there, okay, they're successful because at one point they took a great risk and that risk is out there, but they're still successful. They're where you want to be because they still went forward when challenge came to them. Everybody who quit, guess what? You never heard about them, Fire Nation, and therefore you probably don't respect them because you haven't heard of them, and you don't look up to them, and they just haven't achieved the success that they wanted to because they went away. Now, let's move, Dave, into another story. Let's talk about an aha moment, a great idea that you have, one of your greatest. Tell us that story. When I first started doing online marketing, I was actually a SEOer, right? A search engine optimization guy. And I created a lot of niche websites, you know, using that whole nuclear engineering background of enjoying figuring it all out. And the thing was, was that it wasn't really doing much. I mean, I was making money from AdSense and affiliate links and things like that. However, the one day when I was sitting on Amazon and I was scrolling through, I started to ask myself, like, why is it that one product ranks above another? Why is it that when I type this in, a certain book shows up, you know, and this other book shows up there? And when I started looking at it, I realized that Google and Amazon share a lot of similarities. Hmm. I mean, the truth is, is that Amazon is a search engine. As a matter of fact, it's even got its own name called the A9 algorithm. And 
they have a lot of similarities. So when I started to apply my search engine optimization, my Google background to Amazon, I started to discover all these wonderful things. And then I realized how crucial and important that market is with, with Google, you know, ranking number one gets you clicks, right? But with Amazon ranking number one gets you sales. <laughs> Money. Money. Yeah, and exactly. Or discoverability, which is something that's even more important to a lot of new authors out there. Wow. So A9, what does that stand for? Do you know? No, I think it was just the name of the company. They, they hired a company out of, of Silicon Valley to come in and create it. And I think that A9 is actually used for other websites, but I, they've really adopted and brought it in. It's, it's a beautiful algorithm. I love the ways that it works. Um, you know, the way that it self corrects, uh, the way that it keeps it so that, you know, the, the, the best products really do show up at the top. It's, it's just beautiful. So Fire Nation, when you're building your business, guess what? You might not be first to market. You might not be the first person to quote unquote land grab. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, Dave wasn't the first person to get in and to figure out the Google algorithm and to be this big SEO genius. I mean, there are people that came before him and he learned from them and he did his thing and he carved out his niche. But then guess what? He kept his eyes open. He kept his ears open and another opportunity presented itself. And he said, wow, I can take a lot of my learnings and apply it into the Amazon field. So where everybody's focusing on Google right now, I can maybe be one of the first people crushing it in Amazon for search engine optimization, et cetera, and I can make a whole new market for myself. So just because you're not first in whatever it is you first started doing or second or third, you can be first in that next thing. And you know, a similar example is, I was not first to the, to the game in Snapchat. I was late to the game, but you know, I was able to build a good following and a lot of you listening right now follow me on Snapchat and I was able to really have fun and enjoy that platform. And then guess what? A couple months ago, Instagram Stories launched and on day one, I was rocking Instagram stories because I knew how to use that platform and how to make it and how to make meaningful content on it. So don't fret if you're not first to market. Learn, learn, learn. Keep your eyes and ears open and then be willing to move fast and quickly when new opportunities arise. I'm so passionate about this. And Dave, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from this story? Uh, I think that's absolutely perfectly said. Starting here I was, you know, I built this skill the, the really cool part is when you can apply that skill to a new market, that's when you can really be, you know, kind of on the frontier of something new. Love that. Land grab, Fire Nation. Now, what's the one thing, Dave, right now, today, that you are most fired up about? Four years ago, I started this whole journey, right? And when you did the introduction, you talked about, you know, me being a nuke engineer and all these things. You know, yeah, some people would think that's the definition of success, right? Here I am, you know, on a South Korean warship, you know, monitoring the first uh, North Korean ballistic missile. And we were the ones that put in the, you know, the signal that said, hey, they, they did it successfully. <laughs> and then, you know, a couple of years later, here I am at 32 at the time, sitting across the table from the minister of defense for a particular country and telling him, look, you can't, no, we're not going to do that, but I've got a plan for you. Don't worry. Um, you know, and people would say, wow, that's amazing. But the truth is the story that you don't hear is that when I was out on that, that warship, that was the third Christmas in a row that I'd missed with my family. When I was sitting across the table from that minister of defense, that my, my youngest daughter was at Vanderbilt Children's Hospital being diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. And I was on the other side of the world, not there for her. And so 
four years ago, I saw that this was happening. I knew that this was the life, you know, that being in the military, like, you know, um, that it does. And I created an exit strategy, but more importantly, I redefined what success was to me. And I, you know, and what that was, was being home with my family and doing the things I love. And so what I'm fired up about is about a couple months ago, I put in my letter of resignation uh, from being a commission officer in the Navy, and I am now home with my family full time with them. My kids are outside playing, and Yay. after this interview, I can't wait to go out and just sit out there with them, throw the baseball while other people are stuck at traffic, getting back and forth from work. I love that phrase. I redefined what success meant to me. In Fire Nation, When's the last time or have you ever defined what success means to you or are you allowing other people's definition of success to rule your life? I know that my 20s, that was what happened to me. I let other people's of success, oh, law school, oh, corporate finance, oh, commercial real estate, that ruled my life. Other people's definition of success. How are you, Fire Nation, going to define success? Define what success means to you and then start taking the steps to live that life. Now, Fire Nation, we got some great things coming up in the lightning round, so don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. Investing, it's that big, scary word that most people shy away from because it sounds like too much work. But what if you had a platform that was simple to understand, easy to manage, and inexpensive? If you're looking for an online broker who will let you customize and automate your investments, then M1 Finance is one to check out. You control what percent of your money goes into various stocks and ETFs, and then M1 does all the work to enact your plan. You get all that with no commissions, just a low 03 five annual fee. Get started with as little as $100 today. Visit m1finance.com slash fire and our friends there will give you six months of service for free. You get custom portfolios, automated rebalancing, fractional shares, no commission, and for six months you get it all for free. That's m1finance.com slash fire. M1 Finance is a registered broker dealer, member of FINRA and SIPC. While many of our virtual team members here at EO Fire are based in the Philippines, we recently decided to hire one in our own backyard, Puerto Rico. So who do we turn to to find quality candidates fast? ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. The best part, once candidates start rolling in, there's no juggling emails or calls. You can quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualified candidates will start to roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting Zip recruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, Fire Nation, try it free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Dave, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Just the fear of losing, you know, a stable income. Uh, my children and my my wife are depending, you know, on that steady income. I didn't want to be the dad that told my daughter she can't do travels, you know, softball because 
I couldn't afford it. The thing about having a steady income is, is that, well, if you do your job, you just show up, you know, and Mm -hmm. you get paid. Right. But the important part for me was when I realized that my kids would much rather have dad at home than, you know, and doing something that they love that we all love than to have that brand new shiny bat that gave me the confidence to know that I was moving in the right direction. What is the best advice you've ever received? To tell you the truth, the best advice came from you. Now, this is about two years ago. We were on the high speed elite uh, meeting, right? And the high speed elite is where military guys were looking to get out and do their own online business. You know, uh, John, you were amazing because you came in to help us. And I was on the murder board, right? You know, where you were grilling me with all these great questions. And I, I said, hey, right? You remember that? Yeah. And so here I was and I was telling you all about my Kindlepreneur.com website idea. And you were just grilling into me. And there were two things that you did. The first one was that you said, Dave, it is much better to go an inch wide and a mile deep than a mile wide and an inch deep. Yeah, because I remember you were talking about like this and that, trying to like kind of supplement it with some other things. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was like, I was like, oh, just it's on self publishing. He's like, whoa, 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 let's reel it in. I was yeah. like, all right, it's on advanced book marketing. Oh, mm. very good. So mm. we got right down to it. Now, the second thing, though, this one hit me like a two by four to the face. I mean, <laughs> I'm sitting there, we're talking, and you said, Dave, what is your avatar? Who is your avatar? And I'm sitting there scratching my head. I'm like, is he talking about that James Cameron movie? You know, <laughs> like, like the blue things. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And you're like, I was like, is that the, is that my target market? And you're like, no, no, your avatar. So <laughs> completely. The first thing you said was Dave, define your avatar right. and use it. So I went to your article on avatars, immediately started reading up on it. And if anybody goes out there, okay, to that article, you will actually see that I left in the comments exactly what my avatar was. But more importantly, about four months ago, I came back to that article because of how important that advice was that I wrote in talking about how successful Kindlepreneur had become because of that one thing. We went from zero to 100,000 visits per month in less than a year because of that one particular thing. That's unbelievable. And firenationeofire.com slash one is where you can check that article out and see Dave's comments as well. And It's so important that you know who your perfect client, customer, listener, reader, viewer is because then the universe will line up to attract that person because now you know what you stand for. Now, Dave, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? One thing I learned in the military was always starting a routine and setting a schedule and sticking to it. So while I was still being dad and and doing all those jobs during the day, I made it so that I would get up at 4 a.m. every morning, no matter what. And I would work on that business until it was time to go to to work. And when I came home, it was only family time. That system right there made it so that I wouldn't roll out of bed and think, oh, maybe I could, yeah, I should get some more sleep, you know, and roll back over. Otherwise, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it hadn't been for that one determined piece of information right there. Give us an internet resource like Evernote for Fire Nation. My favorite would be semrush.com, S E M 
rush.com. And what's amazing about this is that you can take the domain of any website out there, whether it's a competitor or somebody you're looking to potentially work with, put it into SEMrush and you can find out a lot of important information like the kind of people that are there, the numbers that show up, um, the demographics, some of the psychographics as well. You can see what words they're using in advertisement, what their readers love the most. And so for my self-publishing community, we talk a lot about that or another website called similarweb.com where you can learn about other authors and what's successful for them and what people enjoy and make the right decisions, whether or not you partner with them or if you try to improve upon that type of content. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? One thing. Matter of fact, I love that book so much, I force myself, I, I schedule it in my calendar every year to read <laughs> it because I spent so much time trying to do everything. And when I did everything, I accomplished nothing. And when you whittle it down, when you focus on the one particular thing, it's amazing how much you can accomplish. And even though I've read that book so many times, it's like every time I read it, I find something new, especially in myself. And sometimes I think that's because I've grown a little bit more to understand more of what he's talking about. Yeah, it's true, Fire Nation. When you are inspired by a book and you read it, and then you take action on that inspiration and you grow as a human, as an entrepreneur, and you go back and read it, there's more things to get uncovered because you're at a different place, a different journey. And you know that was one of the books that was my inspiration for the Freedom Journal because I realized, wow, I accomplished the most in my world when I focus on one thing. What if I could create a tool that would allow other people to focus on their one thing and accomplish that goal in a set amount of time. And the birth of that was the Freedom Journal. So that's why it's so important to, to go back to books that inspired you in the past because they obviously inspired you for a reason. Now dig a little deeper. Now, Dave, I want to end on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I would say the number one thing for people who are just starting is try, like we just talked about in the one thing, is try to focus on the one thing. If you hear about this tactic and you run over to this tactic and you go do that, you're going to miss on the most important part. And your business, you're going to feel like you're spinning your wheels and you're working really hard, but you're getting nowhere. And that can just drive someone mad to the point they just want to quit. So focus on the one thing and you will make a direction and that direction will be better than going nowhere. And the best way that we can connect with you. If you go to kindlepreneur.com to my contact page, I still answer every one of those emails. So if you got a question or if maybe something was a little fuzzy, hit me up there and be more than happy to help you out. Kindlepreneur.com. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with DC and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Dave in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And again, the last call out for kindlepreneur.com. There's a reason why 100,000 people are visiting this site every month. Check it out. And Dave, thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, We salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. It has been wonderful. Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed that chat with Dave today. I mean, it really gives me chills when I hear somebody that has taken advice that I gave and put it into action, and and their life was really changed because of it, and and the life of his family. I, I just love that. 
So if you want to get some value bombs dropped daily, you got to head over to eofire.com, subscribe to the Fire Nation newsletter. You can also just text the word EOFIRE to 33444, and that'll get you on the list as well. So I'll catch you there, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Find qualified candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.